Welcome to the Experts on Nothing podcast. I'm Bridget Anderson. And I am Kimberly Haar. Welcome. Episode number two. We're this here. is a very special episode because we have our first guest, uh, my best friend, Jolie Sullivan. Hello, uh, I'm honored to be here. She is a Taylor Swift expert, so we thought we'd bring her in for this topic. Yeah, you haven't seen already. We are talking all things folklore today. Um, the three of us are obsessed with Taylor Swift more than, well, I mean, I guess I can't speak for Jolie. I am beyond obsessed with Taylor Swift. Oh, and same. So yeah, we all are obsessed. And with folklore and Long Pond Studio Sessions, we had to talk about this. It's a very fitting second episode for who Bridget and I are as people. So yes. welcome, Jolie. Thanks for joining us. Episode two, and we I'm already have to be here. <laughs> I think that's pretty impressive. Not gonna next, lie. Next episode, we're gonna have a sponsor. I mean, honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone's listening, I'm just it's not gonna happen. Um, great. So, I think we start off. Uh, Jolie, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Just like a minute or two, who you are. Um, Besides Bridget's best friend. I am. I don't know. I am. <laughs> I'm 23. Um, this isn't your dating profile. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know what to say about myself right now. Um, basically, I think all you need to know is that I am obsessed with Taylor Swift. And um, yeah, that's that's all I have right yeah. now. That's great. Um, you live well, in New York, right? With Bridget? I, yes, that's I live on Long Island. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Jolie, you just finished your thesis. Yes, I did. It was heavily influenced by Taylor Swift. So yeah, Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Definitely folklore. Um, had an influence on a lot of them, a lot of the poems I wrote. Wow. She's an inspiration yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like Taylor would have really liked it. I feel like she would have been able to tell which parts that, like, influenced me. Like a lot, um, which one? Is it seven? Mm-hmm. I used to have a swing in my backyard when I was um, in my old house. And it was like a long swing. And like, I never thought about it. And then when I listened to seven, I was like, oh my God, that just makes me think. Like it, when I think, when I listen to that song, I picture myself being on a swing. So um, I wrote a whole poem about it. Well, I think that's a good transition for us to talk about our favorite songs on the Folklore album. Or... Kimberly, do you want to lead us off with your amazing story of when you first listened to Folklore? Yeah, definitely. So I, Folklore came out and I was obviously extremely excited. Coincidentally, the day it came out, I was also taking a road trip to Asheville, North Carolina with my fiance and his mother to meet my mother and look at wedding venues. But... Um, folklore came out and I had to listen to that. So my fiance was driving and I put my headphones in and literally felt all the feelings. I cried a little bit, more or less. I thought, you know, I'm definitely going through a breakup right now because that's how folklore made me feel. So he was Wasn't it like raining too. It was raining. I definitely pretended I was in a music video in the car. It was a really big roller coaster. I listened to it like four times through and uh he thought I was crazy. And I was like, I just think that this time in my life, I'm not supposed to be engaged because folklore came out. That doesn't line up. I don't think 
the two of them go he was offended I was like you came at the wrong time this happened at the I, I feel like that just now. explains like the power that Taylor Swift holds like you can be getting married going to look at your wedding venue and you listen to Taylor Swift and you automatically you you broke up with Blake on that <laughs> road trip. Did. I was sad yeah I was sad I literally the ride back mind you I found my dream wedding venue it worked out I was so excited the second I got in the car and put those headphones on, it didn't matter. Me and Blake were over. I was very upset with him. He pretty <laughs> much cheated on me from what I heard from Taylor. Taylor told me that he cheated on me, and I was just really in my feelings. I cried we, were, we were getting ready um, to go wedding dress shopping for Kimberly, and we're getting dressed, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm feeling all these emotions. I'm so happy for her, and I'm like, let's get ready, and let's listen to Lover. Like, that's that's oh, what this yes, moment is. Yes. Kimberly's like, no, let's put folklore on. Now, I think back. Wait, can I? Oh, go ahead. Wait, I want to tell really quick when I, when my first experience with it. So this was one of her only albums where she didn't, you know, like say this is when it's coming out, which was obviously really cool. But so I was on my way to Ocean City with my ex-boyfriend and his friends. And I was like, um, I'm very depressed that I'm not putting this on in the car right now. So there, we were there for a few nights and every night I went to bed while everyone was still up and I laid in bed and listened to it, like put my headphones in and people would be like coming in, like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm just like really drunk. I can't come out right now. But I was really just laying in bed under the covers listening to the floor. Cause I was like, there's no way it's been out for three days and I haven't listened to it. Like I have to listen to it. I mean, anyway. it, no, that's intense. It is like, and it, I was like, what, what timing? This is the best timing ever. I have a road trip. I yeah. mean, but then it was on repeat for like four weeks straight and I didn't listen to any mm-hmm. other music whatsoever, regardless of my emotions. But Bridget, to your point, I I listen to sad music at all times. I work out to sad music. I love sad music. This is hands down, I think. Well, I don't know. It's really hard for me to be read. So I'm really having difficulty, but I think folklore. Yeah. I don't know. I'm back and forth. They're similar, though, in, like, ways that the other ones aren't. Yeah. I just think folklore, I think, has, like, a little more intensity. Mm-hmm. But in, like, overall, in the number of songs. But, that's, like, Lover and Reputation were great. I'm obsessed with them. But that's not my mood at all. I, wanna, I feel like folklore like seems very adult out of all yeah. her albums which it makes sense because she is like in, at that age of her life but it just feels like so mature it does I mean I think about like prepping for this podcast I literally was like cozy sweater hot tea candle that was not the vibe of any of the other Taylor Swift yeah, albums. yeah like you would not have been doing that for reputation no yeah. uh-huh. I'm putting on like black eyeliner like. <laughs> exactly and like putting my middle finger to the air we're yeah. a mom. We're, we're, you know, we brought it back down. Okay, favorite songs. Bridget, tell me. I've, I, like, have my top three, which it has changed since I watched the Long Pond Studios. Okay, before we're going to get into that. Before Long Pond Studios, what was um, The one that has always been my favorite piece, and then Invisible String. But Invisible okay. String has been changed. Okay, Jolie, hold it. Hold the thought. Jolie, what were your favorites before? Um, 
Okay, this is so hard because it has changed and every time I'm like, is it this, is it this? Definitely Invisible String. I think definitely Peace. And I think, I think I want to say August. Okay. But those are all very, I don't know, it's so hard. I can name two or three that I don't connect with as much. It's harder than picking my favorites. Okay. I think for me, but my favorites are definitely pieces. My hands down favorite. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with it. I really like exile and mm-hmm. pre long pond. I think it was the one also, but that, yeah, pre long pond. It was the one exile and peace. Again, that's changed. I might be saying August post long pond, but I don't know. I don't know. Post long pond. I love Mirrorball. Like, I yes. Love- oh my God. I love, I was going to put that in my top three right now, but the way she described it, like, yes. See, that's what This Is Me Trying did. Okay, so we all watched Long Yes, Pond. I agree. I agree with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we all watched it. <laughs> it was, and I did not expect the intensity. And I don't know what I expected. Me either. I kind of thought it was going to be like a little more lighthearted, which I shouldn't have thought that because of the album. Like, why yeah. would it be lighthearted? But it, it rocked me. I was like, this is intense. And I loved it. I wish it was like four hours longer. Like, I wish you wouldn't stop talking. I wish that they talked more. And I thought that's what it was going to be more of. But based off just like the TikTok, like spoilers. Mm-hmm. I, so I was kind of disappointed in that aspect because I was like, oh, it's going to feel like we're, like, watching an interview. But, I mean, obviously I loved it. But I Also, it just, longer. sorry, a super quick, like, her outfit was amazing. <laughs> I was, I couldn't, the one where she was sitting outside with Jack Antonoff with, like, the orange shoes. Oh, my God. I don't know if absolutely. you remember the shoes I was obsessed with. Okay. It was the whole, like, aesthetic. Like, everything. Mm-hmm. That, it like, was amazing. I need to be there with you drinking wine that that is her nashville house right i don't know i don't i think she built a studio no that she was talking about two different things she recorded in her nashville studio and then they went somewhere else that's how i interpreted it i I think that you might be right about that that's how i interpret it as well because she named at the end of the the documentary i guess the um she said that she named her studio like something to do with cats i don't know what it was oh yeah 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 so i would think that that wouldn't be the same i don't know why i thought it was Hmm. well i don't i I think that where they were i doubt it was just like a random i think it was one of her houses if that's what you're saying it probably was i mean she has to think about eight i mean she's taylor swift I I only know of her Nashville house, Rhode Island, and L.A. Well, she has one in London, doesn't she? Didn't she say she's in okay. apartment? And New York. So. She's like 17. She has to. She's Taylor Swift. I would if I was her. Okay. I'm sure she does. Sorry. Yeah, we're way off track. That, that's not it. So, <laughs> the song. So, listening. Okay, Bridges, you said Mirrorball. Why, yeah. why did that? You've always just Mirrorball, right? Yeah, I always really liked it, but after hearing her talk about it and then performing it on the the documentary, it just made me fall in love with it even more. I don't know. I don't know. I can I have such a hard time. I know you don't really like that song. That 
ironically that and seven i cannot get into i can't get into seven no, i i think that seven i used to never really like love but i especially hearing her talk about it i mean i guess this kind of goes for all of them but it's like just from like an artist's perspective like to think about like when she talks about it it's like you know there's so much emotion behind it is the line and it's, i never really thought about this line until she talked about it when she says picture me in the in the weeds or something um before i learned civility and then like you realize it's like a very like you know childhood as a uh, focus song yeah so then hearing her like sing it right after she talks about it i guess that goes for all of them just made it like that much more emotional i feel like seven more after watching long pond for sure but to your point yeah all of them i was like if this was like the way a concert was done I think every artist who, like, yeah. writes their oh, own yes, music, yes. I would be, like, like, shook by, like, how intense it is. But yeah. that's – so I so on that same note, I've always liked Epiphany, but hearing her talk about it, I've always liked it, but I was never, like – it wasn't in my – even probably in my top half. I couldn't really, like – I read the lyrics, and that's what I was, like – before I was, like, skipping it, I was not into it. And then, like, I read the lyrics, and I was, like, this is insane. And then hearing her talk about it in Long Pond, I was, like, this is so intense. Like, you're talking about her grandfather and, like, all the things. I was, like, getting emotional. And I don't even have that strong of a connection to it. But it – I think it's the same thing with Seven. It's, like, such an intense backstory Mm -hmm. that you can't not be, like, connected. Like, no – like, everyone relates to that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think we need to talk about Joe. Okay, I was I was waiting. To, I was like, when is the right moment to fucking drop that bombshell? Because I never knew that before watching this. Yeah. So I that heard the rumors. I heard the rumors probably through TikTok. Oh, I never heard anything. Yeah. Well, I'm very deep into Taylor Swift TikTok. It's actually probably unhealthy. It's like 80% <laughs> of my For You page. But yeah, they were talking about how they thought that he was – William Bowery. Um, William Bowery, yeah. And I was like, he doesn't seem I, – I was skeptical. I was really skeptical. Yeah. And, and the, the way song, she talked about it was so casual. I know. It's like everyone like, knows. I think I think because there was a lot of, like, rumors yeah. about it, but I, I couldn't have believed she just – I feel like she's such, like, a – I don't want to say secretive, but, like – No, she is. Yeah, well, I guess she is. Yeah, I don't think you you read it, but the um, the Rolling Stone article where her and Paul McCartney talk to each other, they both talk about how they love to write songs under anonymous names. And when I read that, she has like a crazy one. Yeah, when I read it, I was like, "Wow, like that's so genius!" And then two weeks later, we find out that Joe is writing under an anonymous name. I'm shocked. And I guess this is my ignorance, but I'm shocked that, like, I feel like if she would have put, not William Barry, but, like, she would have put Joe's name, people would have been, like, even more enticed to, like, want to hear it and, like, want to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, though, she's she's the kind of person who, like, cares about the authenticity of her Mm -hmm. music, so I feel like that's not something she would have cared about, which I guess is probably I'm surprised she even told us. Yeah, me too. That's what I'm that's what I was thinking. I think that's a great segue into like all the comments she was making about how she loved making folklore because it was such like 
storytelling, not her own, like it wasn't a memoir of her, memoir of her life. Um, I feel like to that point, if she would have put Joe's name, people would have been reading into Betty and been like, Mm -hmm. yeah, and they still are. Well, I can't handle, I mean, okay, that's a great segue. Everyone like, you know, went crazy saying that this album was Taylor coming out. Mm -hmm. And while like, maybe like maybe she is or maybe she has in the past like been with women I I could not get that from this album I was like it's clearly just her telling stories and I think that's what she was trying to like, get across I mean that's at least my interpretation of what she was trying to get across with Long Pond was like no this is not this isn't my life like mm-hmm. Betty wasn't her talking to a girl like wasn't that a lot of the the like rumors yeah that, that song's like, what was the other song? There was another one. Um, I think in Seven, she says, like, come out of the closet yeah. very briefly. Yeah. Um, I feel like she, I feel like she just knows that people know or suspect it. And she, obviously, she's never going to address it, like, directly. But I feel like she just doesn't care. And she'll put whatever she wants in her songs. And she knows she's never going to address it. And she knows people know she's not going to address it. So she kind of just doesn't care. And like, I mean, that's yeah, the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Because then no one can put any pressure on you to do anything special. So I feel like it could, it, I don't think like Betty is about her in high school or anything yeah. like that. But I feel like it's just maybe a scenario she could have imagined for herself. Or I feel like she obviously is taking on the perspective of other um, gay people because now she knows what it feels like in the spotlight. So I, I feel know. like. Yeah. It's not her coming out. Because you could have said that about Lover. Like, you need to yeah. calm down. Or um, I forgot the other song. Cornelia Street. Everyone said it was about Kylie Gloss. But, like, I don't I know. think regardless, she is such a strong supporter of, like, LGBTQ yeah. plus community that, of course, that's going to influence. When you're so passionate about something, regardless if she is or isn't, you know, bisexual or gay or lesbian, whatever, you know, she might identify as herself. We're never going to, it's not our business, but she's such a strong, open supporter, regardless of the scenario, she's going to, it's going to influence her music. And any artist knows their audience and knows their community. So I feel regardless like of what she, she does. if she was, she is such a big supporter of it. So why would she hide it? You know, I think I mean, she, she just doesn't want to give this. Life. Yeah. Like, she doesn't want to give the people the satisfaction of being like, all right, you've pushed hard enough. Let me tell you about my life. Because she has never really done that. I think if she's going to do it, it's going to be 20 years down the line when she does some super cool, like, other form of art. Whether it's, like, you know, a different album or a book or, like, a different document. And she's going to be, like, just so cash. Just like she did to Joe. Just so cash. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yes, she's gonna be like, yeah. So when I dated, blah blah blah, like, at, like just as everybody already knows. Yeah. Yeah. But the craziest part is that she's with him now and doing that. And that. Yeah, I was. That's the, the same thing, thing that has never happened before. It's always been after the fact. So. Yeah. I feel like she, I I definitely bought into all the the rumors of her being with Kylie Kloss and like maybe something did happen, but I feel like she she would have oh. said something by now. Wonder if that's the permission, like the dynamics of the potential relationship between her and Carly Claus. Like we, no one knows that. Like I'm yeah. sure Joe had to be like, yeah, it's fine. Tell the story. That's great. Like, I think there's also the privacy. She talks about that. Doesn't she talk about that in Long Pond? Like she's so worried about in peace. 
like everybody else's Mm -hmm. pressure and situations that come from just her like extreme level of fame. Like, yeah, sure. Joe's famous and Carly's famous, but like Taylor Swift's like a whole, we could all agree it's probably a whole another level. And so I bet you that that has to be a layer into it, like protecting her people. Yeah, her people. Yeah, I feel like it's so easy for random people to talk about her relationships, but it's like she's on a whole nother level. Like you don't know what her relationships are like. Mm-hmm. Just to go through a whole lot of more than we have to go through in our relationships. Even her last documentary, like, I feel like we saw a completely other side of her that I never even saw, like, how much she struggled with, like, body issues. I'm so happy that was addressed because I feel like that was something, I mean, personally, I could tell she, like, looked different and she's definitely happier yeah. now. I was so happy that she addressed that. Yeah, I, I could tell when we saw her at the Reputation Tour that she looked mm-hmm healthy and like happy but I never thought of it before that because I just thought she was Taylor Swift and like she's a big celebrity and she's so pretty and blah 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 blah. but hearing her say like I was starving myself because I needed to be perfect and look this way because of everybody else was it's like groundbreaking because she never talks about anything also just because Kimberly you said this and I just wanted to be like yeah when is she writing a book she seems like the kind of person who she definitely has a book in the works. Like she's probably just waiting for the right, you know, free. She probably yeah. has like, it's like a whole freaking series yeah. of her life. I mean, her songs are her books. No, I yeah, but she's definitely the kind of person who wants to write a book about her life. Like you can tell, like a tell all. Like, that's who she is. Yeah. like this I is the meaning. I, Could I, you I, imagine if she walked through red and reputation like she walked through folklore? I'm going to be on the floor. I can't, you can, like, because I, it's so, right, like, especially her life. I can't wait to hear. The re-recordings? Her, yeah. Somebody please. I, oh my God, I know. I've not been like, love story isn't it for me in terms of like, if we're ranking all of, which needs to be a future episode. But if we are like talking about all time Taylor Swift, love story is not at the top no. for me. But just that snippet of that re-record that was released this week. Like, and even folklore. That like her, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds were friends. So I was like, why Why didn't she team up with Ryan Reynolds? And I was like, oh. You know that? What? What did you say? You didn't know that? No, I, I didn't like oh. think about it when I, I first saw it. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> you're like, theory you're about random. Buddy, I love that. That they mm-hmm. use like, yeah. their kids' names. It's just all great people. It just makes my heart sad. I like want to be friends with them. Like, how? Never gonna happen. That's my goal in life. <laughs> I, I would die to be friends with Taylor Swift. I don't even know what it would be like. Like what? I feel like she's just like, like I was even even watching the. I mean, I guess her and you know Jack Antonoff were close, but I feel like I would just like be sitting in her presence, like be like afraid to ask her the wrong question or something. Like I don't know. Just in awe. I feel like she's too smart. She's so, yeah. she's so intimidating because she is, it's obvious, like, she's smart. I mean, let's talk about the fact that you're going to put together a whole project that is so, like, insane and not even tell your record company, like, you're a week before. Just be like, I'm doing this, and this is great. I mean, the amount of digs about the situation with her music was probably with, at Scooter the greatest thing ever that like that and hearing that story about my tears ricochet I was like I knew it was about that but like 
I had no idea. Real? It was. I think it was that like the stolen lullabies line in that. I okay. I'm the type. Of I didn't. Read I didn't think about it until you said something when we were watching it. Oh. Yeah, I can't. I forget what I said. Oh, I thought it was about Jack Antonoff and Lord and that situation. Oh, did you think you sent me a TikTok about that? About that it was about that. Did I? Maybe, Maybe that's not. why I thought of it. Maybe. Listen, Jamal has 18 meanings to everything she writes. She's very yeah. smart. But I think it's very clear that just from some of the lines, like, you know, wearing the jewels that you buried me in, like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, that the lyrics of this album are, like, completely unmatched. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's insane. Oh. Any other long pond moments that you have to highlight? I just loved it. I never really had a big Jack, like, I didn't, it did no connection. I love him. I love the bleachers. Um, but I don't know how I feel after hearing about him and Lord. Oh, who knows if that's true. It just, like, weirded me out for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. He, like, doesn't seem like that kind of yeah. man. I just think he was adorable. I don't know much about him at all. I've heard that rumor. I'm just like, that's that's whatever. But he was so adorable in that. Yeah. In that documentary. He's he's really funny and really smart. Um, He's extremely talented. I mean, them together, like, what a duo. (laughs) If you ever have a second, watch the Bleachers Tiny Desk performance. It's really cool. Oh, okay. Hello. Okay, predictions. What do we think is going to happen with this re-record? Like, do we think that she's going to drop them all? Do we think she's going to start from the beginning? Do we think... I hope she's starting from the beginning. I don't think I would want it all at once. I don't know. No, you know her. She will probably... And she'll probably have a merch line for each new recording that she comes out with. But, yeah, I think she might not do it all at the same time. I hope not. I would be very pleasantly surprised if she was acting like she has to just as another dig I feel like if I were her she'd have to be like look at my new album and it's a re-record but like she's gonna do the same sort of like you think that she's gonna press keep and lead the up. album art she probably can't mm-hmm. I could see her going all out wonder if she'll like add on a new like bonus track that would be I, don't, I just feel like how <laughs> How can the past 10, 12, I don't even know, years of life, like, it's like a redo. And it's like, okay, um, now I'm in this new phase of my life. And all of, I know personally, listening to, like, you know, her self-titled album or Speak Now, like, there are songs now that, like, when I they first came out, I was obsessed with them. And I'm like, eh, now. And, like, songs that I did not appreciate then just because of, like, where I'm at now. And then to hear them like with her mature voice and like redone and like the artistry that she's crafted, it's going to be insane. I, you could hear it in love story for like the 20 seconds that we got. I was like, but even folklore, like I was like, Oh, how different they're Cause they're already so, I feel like acoustic. I don't know if that's the right word. So I was like, how different could they possibly mm-hmm. be? And it's not like she was even recording them, re-recording them acoustic. They were still, I don't know. It was just a re-recording, but it was still so different. I was like, Oh, I feel like I got a whole new album here. So I feel like I'm I am so excited for that. I just can't believe it. Yeah, like the way that she on the album of folklore like emphasized certain things and the musical tracks behind them and how that leads to it versus when she recorded them and she would like 
change, you know, the, the like notes in which to like emphasize other words. I was like, huh? What? She's smart. I can't. I know. Wait, I just had this thought. It's not going to happen. But imagine if she did her release her re-recordings like she just did with Long Pond Studios. Like you wake up one day and it's just out. And she's like talking about like she talks about each one beforehand. I would. Sorry, guys. Put that idea into your head. It's not going to happen. But I think that would ruin me. I think that would ruin me. Like, I don't. I think. I feel like I can't listen to any other song without like wanting to know like how it was made and the thoughts behind it with like any artist like I like find myself like looking up things Mm -hmm. I've always done that but to have the satisfaction of and I think there's some artists where it's like you know it's pretty obvious what they're talking about because there's not that level of like intense intertwining and the privacy and the lyrical just like genius but Taylor Swift in particular I mean, I could think of so many songs where I was like, are the rumors true? I just need to know if that's what this was about. Like, it would just make it so much more fun. I don't know. Well, do you guys remember? I don't know if you did this, but I used to buy every CD. And the link, the little album cover had, and when I discovered this, I thought it was the only one in the world. I was like, I don't know if she put this secret here for me. But like how she would have all the lyrics written out in lowercase and then capitalized. And I've just got, wait, I'm going to show you, um, red. So, and in the vinyl, it's the same way. So I could like go back and find like the lyrics. I'm not really? sure it's not gonna fit, but it's the same way in the vinyl. But I used to sit, I wish I could find it and write out each little message that she would send. So I think the one she wrote about Kanye at the VMAs, she literally wrote in the lyric, lyric booklet, like, something about the VMAs so like really? that was like a really direct yeah wow and then obviously you know this time she capitalized west in uh clowns to the west so she like wanted everyone to know that like, she's not afraid of talking about that I guess but well, I, so, um, I hate yeah. them because of that yeah okay. I have a really strong opinions about that situation but you think about just from the beginning like from Taylor Swift's start to like now how much BS that has happened? Like, if that never happened, who knows? Who knows? Like, really. Especially after that first documentary. I I thought, you know, he just did that, whatever. When you hear her talk about it in the documentary, it makes it so much worse. Because she yeah. truly is like, I don't know what just happened. Between that situation and then now, like, everything going, going on with Scooter. I'm like, give it? Why, why is no other artist being like... It's because they're scared of her. She's too yeah. She's too good. The worst part is that Scooter is still a good guy in the music industry. Like Mm -hmm. everyone still loves him, and nobody is fucking Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber on his side. Like yeah, how is she supposed to compete with that? (laughs) Which is so stupid. (laughs) I have such strong opinions. I feel they they don't write half their lyrics. She she, yeah. I'm with that way with, like, every – like, I like a lot of genres of music, but, like, an artist that can write their own music is, like, a different level. Like, there should Especially be Especially this – It should be a different yeah. name. It yeah. shouldn't be, like, an artist. Like, you know, some people are like, you're not an artist. You're a singer. You should not be yeah. – Yeah. Oh, my God. The opinion. And she does – she does her, like, you know, she does all the music, too. I mean, obviously, she does it with, you know, a couple of people. It's not like she has a huge team. She has two people that she does it with. And then and she like could little things, probably like, do it on her own. 
exactly and like for the folklore album she did all of her hair and makeup she did all of the artwork like everything like who does that no one and like even looking back like all of her music videos like everything she's such a strong i mean think about it to have a, a like a uh, um, record company that has so much trust in you as an artist to be like do what you want she does exactly what she wants and gets like grammy nominations number one album like insane acclimates to what why are anyone trying watching to- her get so upset when she didn't win um oh yeah i know that made me like kind of mad not mad but like yeah come on you're fine but it was so sad that that's like what she needs to like keep herself going like she doesn't win like she's like ruined i mean she's not clearly to get, a perfectionist like. not to get deep but like can i mean i'm i'm a nobody and my going from childhood like you need to like continue to like outdo yourself and i can't imagine yeah. at the level that she's at needing to like hit do anything never done like yeah i mean that's got to be a big big you know that's why i feel like she needs to write a book i feel like that's clearly her next step even a poetry book why hasn't she done that she could easily do i guess because she knows she wants to make them into music i just can't see her sitting down and well i can see her sitting down and writing all of it but i can't see her wanting to share all her personal information like that maybe not a tell-all but yeah it doesn't have to be exactly yeah but maybe like a some sort of book like about her process and maybe it's like some sort of like like a self journey book not about like all the other bs and the rumors and the people you know what though herself now that i'm thinking about it i think you're right though because she's gonna know even if she tries to you know be super subtle about it she knows everyone's going to be speculating okay so this is when she was dating this person that's what happened with them so i guess that's actually that probably sucks for her honestly because she she seems like the kind of person who wants to write a book like here's my thing oh yeah that's wrong why is taylor swift known as the person that's dated x y and z but john mayer's not known everywhere as the person who ruined taylor swift no he to us to us, because we're oh, with as it. who ruined Taylor Swift. I thought you were gonna say who slept around with everyone. I was gonna say, well, he's known for that. She called out the weekend for some song once, saying this song talks about, and it was like the number one song talks about some exes or whatever. But when I do it, it's like, oh, just another ex song. Oh, his and song about Bella. I think so. Yeah. I have so many opinions. She literally like made a statement about it. <laughs> play the band in the background that's what i have to say that's what should be playing right now as we speak on this because i can't handle it okay we came very full circle in this conversation this was great i think i could talk about this for like six hours (laughs) i know i could too it's but i think we need to do another episode where we're not like mainly highlighting folklore even though we i know we completely digressed a few times but like have you guys seen the websites where, um, you know, credits to TikTok, where you can pick, like, it gives you two Taylor Swift songs, and you pick, like, which one's your favorite, and you go through the, her whole discography to be able to, like, it gives you your ranking. Like, out of all that, what's your favorite song to what's your least favorite, based off of when you pit them against each other, like, who you would. Yeah, I did that for Folklore, but that was when it first I came out, so it was I want to do that. I want to do it. It's for all of her songs. I need to find the website. I think we all need to do this and then get on and really battle it out because I feel like I have such strong opinions about some songs that people aren't into and I feel like that's a whole episode in and of itself. Can we we give it a very tentative top three right now? 
Ooh, okay. Just, no, nothing set in stone. It's too hard to think. I, I mean, for me at least, off the top of, of my head. All Taylor all. Swift? Yeah. All of them. Okay. I have, like, just the first three that come to your head. No set in stone. Jolie, go. Okay. Dear John? Oh, yeah. Fuck you. You stole mine. <laughs> State of Grace? Invisible String. But that's, like, so... I don't know. Those are just the first three that came to my head. Now I'm kind of regret saying that, but... I'm about to be so cliche. Okay. Um, I really... You belong th- with me. No, I'm kidding. No. That's not what I was going to say. um i think peace has to be my favorite i'm just absolutely obsessed i could listen to death by a thousand cuts on replay for the rest of my oh i forgot about oh god um oh god this is i'm about i know this is like so stereotypical but i literally could listen to all too well for the rest of my life too so i think oh yeah that's a good one too yep that's my tentative three bridget your turn um uh cruel summer oh false god and you love false god i love false god and peace wow i think i think i would need like a top three for different genres like i need a top three to sing to yeah a top three to cry to and then ones that I just appreciate. But you can obviously see, like, peace all to, like, I love an emotional impact. Like, that's what yeah. I look for in music. Yeah, so like I- you said, you like Exile, and that one, obviously, that one's amazing. That one, though, is, like, too emotional. Like, that's, I can only yeah, listen to I, that. I get, like, too sad when I listen to it. I, yeah. It doesn't bring me, like, joy. I want to feel it all. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what I do when I listen to it. Kimberly's, like, lifting weights, and she's, like, <laughs> for real. That is insane. I need the vinyl. I only have, Bridget, you got me Speak Now, and then I bought Folklore, and those are the only vinyls I have in it. Which Folklore did you get? I got In the Weeds. What color is it? Uh, in the Weeds, yeah. No, I got uh, Clan- Clandestine Dreams or whatever it's called. It's like the purpley one, like the deep purple. I'm My- so mad at myself. When I bought it, I didn't know that there was – I was like, I don't want it to sell out, and I clicked on the first one. And I bought it, and then afterwards, yeah, and, the, and it's it's nice, but it's what I would have picked a different one. Which one is it? It's like brown. I, I think it's in the woods. Didn't in the Brittany woods. get pink? Brittany got in. I think in the weeds is the one that she, my friend Brittany, we ordered them together to get free shipping because you know you got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. smart. And she, it's like a light, light pink. It's really pretty. I'm so but, proud of myself for that. And they just re-released them for like a day, and I'm like, do I buy? Did you ever them? get the journals yeah. from? That was what I was gonna say before. I wanted to so badly, but I couldn't justify spending the money on it. What was it? I don't and I want all three of them. So um, the, there were like journals in the Lover uh, album in stores, where she like wrote about the songs. What? Yeah, but you could only buy them with the album. Yeah. Like so you CD, and, the, and that's so why I was like, I think I there were to like five different, four different ones or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So you would have to buy four albums. Exactly. I, w- I was like looking on eBay for someone to just be selling the journals. I'm, I'm not sure. sure work. <laughs> we feel like we need to all pitch in and do that just to talk about that. that is- yes, we actually should. We'll expense it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After pay. <laughs> <Another> <laughs> month. 
expense it. Okay, that future. We have so many future. I mean, I, we literally could be a Taylor Swift podcast, and I'd be. Okay. I was gonna say that before. Like, can we just do that? Because I could, <laughs> I could go on and on, and I didn't even prepare for this. Uh, next time, like, I'm gonna write a script for myself. <laughs> Should <laughs> we do like a Taylor Swift podcast every week? Every week's intense, but often I feel like I we have so much. I mean, uh, yeah. You know, preview. Everyone listening, episode three, we're going to go on a completely different direction and we're going to talk about Morgan Wallen and that obsession with that Bridget particularly has. So, did you just watch him on SNL? Yeah. Did. did you watch it? I didn't. I saw clips <laughs> on Instagram, but. That's really all you needed. I should not have stayed up that late to watch it. That's just my personal opinion. We'll get into that in the next episode, but I think that we could like at least once a month do a Taylor Swift podcast yeah. if not more because yes, I will be there for that. I have we have so much shop but we could literally go album by album but I just have so so much to say. Anyway, Jolie, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank joining. you for having me. This is the most wholesome and fulfilling conversation I've had in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the next one. We'll get it scheduled. Yeah. And, uh check yeah. out episode three, which will be dropped at the same time.